You're listening to Telling the Truth from Triple T Christian Youth Ministries, telling the truth to and through teenagers. Here is Triple T founder and president, George Dooms. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. Do you really believe that God is omniscient? He knows everything. Everything that has been, everything that is now, and everything that is going to be. Listen to Matthew 6, 7 and 8, New King James Version. But when you pray, do not use vain repetitions as the heathen do, for they think that they will be heard for their many words. Therefore, do not be like them, for your Father knows the things you have need of before you ask Him. Isn't that magnificent? God knows. He knows our hearts. He knows precisely what we need. And we don't have to use a great deal of verbiage. We don't need to go on and on, but we need to just level with the Lord and say, God, I need you, and this is what I need right now for you to do. Ask God to do what he has promised he will do again and again and again in his word, and be thankful in advance. During the time you are asking, and when you have finished praying, be thankful. With a thankful heart, we can make requests known to God and God will hear us, and he will delight himself by responding to our prayer. Pray without ceasing. In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Matthew 7, 7, New King James Version, presents the ask formula from Jesus. It's repeated again in Luke. Listen. Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find... Knock, and it will be opened to you. My question to you today is, do you really believe that? Do you really believe that if you will ask, it will be given? If you seek, you will find? If you knock, it will be opened? God's Word says that, but we have to believe it. We have to put our faith factor into effect before we pray, while we pray, and after we pray. God will hear and answer, and we are to ask Him very diligently very reverently, very respectfully, and very expectantly. Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Are you seeking God's will? Are you looking for the best that he has to present and to provide for you? Are you knocking on heaven's door? Will you? And will you do it believing that God is going to answer that knock and provide what you need? God knows, and he will do what is the very best for you if you will trust him. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Lean not in your own understanding. In all of your ways acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. In Matthew 7, 8, New King James Version, Jesus lets us know what will happen if we follow his ask formula by faith. Listen. For everyone who asks receives, and he who seeks finds, and to him who knocks it will be opened. That's a tremendous promise. God really does care, and he wants us to know that when we do what he says to do, he will do what he has promised he will do. We need to pray by faith. We really need to believe before we ask that God is going to hear and answer, and we had better not ask amiss. That means that we might just pile it on ourselves on little things or big things or in-between things that we are lusting for or longing for, but what does God want for us? What does God want for you? God wants you to be wise, and the best way to be wise is to do what the Bible says. He who wins souls is wise. 
So ask God to help you become a soul winner. Ask God to help you to become a Christian communicator. And then watch Him work in every aspect of your life for His glory. Learn the plan of salvation, get a prayer partner, and then be willing to go with the good news. Tell the truth to someone today. Have you heard the expression, God is good? And then the echo, God is good all the time? Matthew 7.11, New King James Version says, If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father who is in heaven give good things to those who ask Him? Isn't that wonderful? God is so good that He will give to you those things that you ask Him for if you are praying in His will. Make certain that God is in first place in everything that happens in your world. Make certain that Jesus Christ is your Savior, your Redeemer, but also Lord of your life. You have to place Him on the throne, and it needs to be a consistent daily undertaking on your part. He won't force Himself, but you will gain great, great momentum by honoring the Lord Jesus Christ, by sharing your faith in Him with people who need to know Him, by fellowshipping with other believers, by reading the Word of God and doing what the Word of God says to do, and by praying consistently. God is good all the time, and He wants us to pray all the time. That's why His Word tells us to pray without ceasing, to be in an attitude of prayer every moment of every hour of every day of every week of every month of every year that you live. Multiple times on Telling the Truth, I have suggested that you get a prayer partner, a believer, and together you can claim God's promises. Here's a major reason why. Matthew 18.19, New King James Version says, Again I say to you, that if two of you agree on earth concerning anything that they ask, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. Harmony is a necessity when it comes to serving the Lord. Find someone you trust and who trusts you, and then pray together. Exchange requests. Pray for one another, and pray for the people for whom each of you is concerned. God will hear and answer your prayers. God has promised that He will. So get your hearts first in tune with the Lord and then with each other. Then get a compassion for the people who need Jesus. Ask God to guide you, to direct you, to help you, to put you in the proximity of people who need the Lord. Then prayerfully go sharing God's glorious gospel. Are there specific needs that you have? Then with your partner, pray for those needs and for the needs he or she has. And then watch God wonderfully bless and supply the need that you are asking him to do. Will you do that? Remember, God loves you. And all things, whatever you ask in prayer believing, you will receive. Matthew 21, 22, New King James Version. All things, all things, whatever you ask in prayer, and here comes the important word, believing, you will receive. You've got to put faith into effect when you pray. You have got to believe that God is going to hear and answer. You have got to believe that God knows what you need more than you know what you need, and He is going to supply every need you have according to His riches in glory by Christ Jesus. You have got to believe that God cares about you so much that sometimes He will say no to the prayer that you are asking Him to provide because it is not the right thing for you or for others. Other times, He is going to go way beyond what you ask Him for. God is God, and He is omniscient, and He is omnipotent. 
and he can do and he will do what is best for him and for you and for others. So in all things, whatever you ask in prayer believing, you will receive. God cares about you, and he cares about the people for whom you are concerned. So pray for them, pray with other believers, and watch God work. Know that his timing is perfect and very precise. Life is complex, so be careful what you pray for, for God will know your heart and he will know what is best for you. Sometimes he will grant requests that are best for you in ways you don't even understand. Listen carefully to Mark 11.24, New King James Version. Therefore I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. Praying that way by faith, expectantly, is wonderful, but make certain that your heart is in tune with the Lord and you are praying for things that will be pleasing to Him and best for you. I remember praying a very diligent prayer for a long time, and God heard and answered that prayer, but it came with complications. As a matter of fact, the complications are still unfolding. But God is good and great and gracious, and he will do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think. He will give guidance and corrections when we keep praying and follow his leadership in our lives. Pray without ceasing, but pray always looking into the Word of God to obey what the Word of God tells you to do. Don't go beyond and don't fall short, but get everything totally in tune with the Lord. Every Saturday at 7.27 p.m., you are invited to attend a live youth event at Triple T, 13,000 U.S. 41 North at Boonville near Harmony Road, midway between I-64 and Evansville Regional Airport. Every first Saturday, a Good News Club for ages 6 to 9 is available in a separate room. For more information, call 812-867-2418 or visit www.tripletchristianyouth.org. Come now and let us reason together, says the Lord. Though your sins be like scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they are red like crimson, they shall be as wool. That particular scripture is Isaiah 1.18, and it talks a great deal about what God has done in his cleansing power for each one of us. We have the privilege here of hosting the Old Testament Tabernacle Replica, It's life-size. It's on the campus of Triple T Christian Youth Ministries. If you drive by Highway 41 or look down west toward Boonville Harmony Road, you will see at least the courtyard. And we're privileged to have with us a lady who is very knowledgeable about the tabernacle. She has helped put it together in several places and has toured literally hundreds and hundreds of people through the tabernacle, and she's here to do that and to train others to do likewise. Her name is Loretta Smith, originally from California, but she has been privileged to, again, work with the tabernacle in four different states. And see if I get this right, Loretta. Number one was Arizona, and then I think you said Ohio, and then you said Florida, and then you said Texas. Are those the right states? The right states, a little difference in the how they lined up, but that's well, okay. Well, that's okay. 
I don't go to those same states the same way every time either. <laughs> but I've been to all of them. Well, what we want you to know who are listening is that this tabernacle replica is a wonderful opportunity to learn about seeing Jesus Christ in the tabernacle. We're going to give you some specifics, and I'm going to ask Loretta some definite questions so that you'll get kind of a glimpse in your mind's eye about the size of the tabernacle. Most of the people who come here and see it say, wow, it's a lot bigger than I thought it was going to be, especially the courtyard. So Loretta, tell us the dimensions of the courtyard, the length and the width. Okay, you're 150 feet long by 75 feet wide, and if you add all four sides up together, you get, in the Bible, 450 feet long. What was that? Most of the people out there probably don't even remember that Noah built an ark, but he did. (laughs) The ark was 450 feet long. So we want you to know that inside the courtyard, there are some wonderful things. And the first thing that you see as you're in the visitor's tent after you've been at Triple T and have gotten an orientation here and learned a little bit about our history and where we're from and where we are now and how we connect with Teen Missions International and have for a lot of years, you will also be able to get into the visitor's tent and you'll see some things, including a very wonderful uh, drawing uh, of the setting of the tabernacle with all of the tribes of Israel around it. But then, before you go into the courtyard, you'll see something very, very beautiful. So, Loretta, tell us about the gate, its dimensions, and how it's put together, and what the colors are, and what they represent, if you would. Okay. Well, the gate was 30 feet wide by 7.5 feet high. It was extra wide, especially compared to the door that goes into the tabernacle itself. And you know, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father except through me, and whosoever will may come. This gate was big enough for all to come, because God would that all men would come to him. And he made it where there's no problem getting through that big gate. It has four colors on it, and those four colors represent the four aspects of Christ's life. Let's find out what the colors are. Uh, There are four Gospels, and each of the Gospels kind of emphasizes not a color specifically, but what the colors represent. So let's start with uh, the red and what it means. Okay, uh, red or scarlet, we might call it, stands for humanity. It's the color of dirt. And the Gospel would be Mark, for Mark represents Christ's the the human side of Christ Jesus. And there's another color, and it is? Blue. And it represents? Deity and the one who came from heaven. And the gospel would be John. John. John has a lot to say about heaven. And uh, what, a, what a wonderful book of the Bible that is. And then there is a mixture of those two, of the red and the blue. And that is? Purple, royalty. For he is King of kings and Lord of lords, and you'll find that in Matthew. Okay, and then we have a lot of very wonderful, I would call it embroidery, of the uh, cherubim and so forth throughout the thing, and and, uh, that represents? Well, the embroidery is in white, and that would represent purity, righteousness. In the book of Luke, Luke tells us about the Virgin Mary and the virgin birth. And so once you have seen the 
gate, you get to go through it. And once through the gate into the courtyard, you will see the first thing there, and that is the brazen altar. Give us some details about the brazen altar, how big it is, and what it was used for. Okay, this is the largest piece of furniture. It would be seven and a half by seven and a half by four and a half high. It was made of acacia wood. That's an incorruptible wood. It doesn't burn. And it was covered over with brass. And that was where the animals were actually sacrificed. They were killed outside of the gate, then brought in, and then the sacrifices were made there. And then after the sacrifices were made, the Levitical priests then went forward toward the laver where they were able to wash all of the stuff off and be cleansed before they went on in toward the holy place. Tell us a little bit about the laver. Well, the Bible really doesn't tell us much about it. We don't know how it looked or what size it was, but we do know that it was made out of uh, the bronze mirrors of the women who were serving at the door of the tabernacle of meeting. And the wonderful thing about that is that these ladies had, that was their mirrors. That was how they looked at themselves. And they gave those mirrors up to build the laver. And then we move on from that toward the opening of the tabernacle itself into the holy place. So tell us about that. Well, at the door, we now call that the door, we have um, a beautiful tapestry. It's all linen. And on top of that, you would have um, goat's hair or skins. And on top of that, you would have ram skins dyed red. And then your fourth covering was, we're not sure of the animal. It could have been a badger, whatever it was. The skin of this animal could repel the, the sand, storms, the, um, the rain. It protected the tabernacle. Okay, now I'm going to ask Loretta if she can stay for just a little while. And when we come into the next segment, we're going to be talking about the furniture inside the tabernacle. And then we're going to let you, by your mind's eye, go into the Holy of Holies. We'll have to do this quickly, but you can bear with us, and we want you to just really understand that this is just kind of an overview for you so that you will have your appetite whetted, and you will want to come and see the tabernacle personally. Bring your family, bring your friends, bring your whole uh, church congregation, and uh, Vacation Bible School kids can come. Whatever you want to do, just make sure that you call us first to arrange your time so that we'll have a tour guide available. The number to call is area code 812-867-2418. That number again is 812-867-2418. We're looking forward to having so many of you come. The last time we had the privilege of having the tabernacle was four years ago. And many people from many of the tri-state areas and counties and communities were here as well as many folk way beyond the tri-state. Now, you're invited, but I want you to know what you will see once you get inside the gate. So, Loretta, tell us about the furnishings on both sides inside the holy place. Uh, well, you've got that beautiful lampstand, and remember, it was made out of a talent, or 114 pounds of beaten gold, all in one piece. It wasn't molded, and it's just beautiful. 
And it reminds us that Jesus said, I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. Across from that is the table of showbread. Now there's 12 loaves of bread of equal size. One for each of the 12 tribes of Israel. Notice I said equal size. Now we know that Judah had 74,000 and Manasseh only had 32,000. But in front of God, all are equal. And those breads were equal in size, representing each one of those tribes. And right outside the Holy of Holies is one more item of furniture. And tell us about that. Well, that would be the altar of incense. It's associated with prayer. And uh, we know in Hebrews 7.25, he says, Therefore he is also able to save to the utmost those who come to God through him, since he always lives to make intercession for them. The incense would be the, the prayers going up, interceding before God. And you've heard of the horns of the altar, and many times a priest would kneel there and grab hold of the horns of the altar and give their prayers to the Lord, and it was a wonderful thing. And if you'll stay with us, in just a moment, we're going to talk about what is inside the Holy of Holies. In case you've just tuned in, or just to reiterate, in case you've already been listening, the Old Testament Tabernacle Replica is now at Triple T Christian Youth Ministries, Highway 41 North, four miles north of the airport, four miles south of I-64 on Highway 41 at Boomer Harmony Road. And we are having tours daily on demand or on request. And so if you would like to see the tabernacle, and I surely hope you will, and bring your friends and your family, you can give us a call to make your arrangement to know what hour to come. They're basically from 9 o'clock in the morning through 4 o'clock in the afternoon, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, and by appointment on Saturdays and Sundays. So the address is 13,000 U.S. Highway 41 North, but the phone number is area code 812-867-2418. Most of the people who have visited the tabernacle, who have taken the tours, have been in awe at the beauty that they see there, especially as they go inside the tabernacle where all of the light is pro provided by the candles and the rest of the things that are there. Now you're going to get to go into the Holy of Holies. This is the place that... Only once a year on Yom Kippur could the high priest enter to make the sacrifice for himself first and then for the people. And this is what you're going to see once you go through the veil into the Holy of Holies. Tell us, Loretta. Well, this is a room that's 15 foot square, and um, it's just beautiful um, gold walls on top of silver sockets. And there, in the midst of it, is the Ark of the Covenant. And it has the uh, cherubim that are on top of it, and their wings are touching. Um, you know, we've tried with the tabernacle to keep it as close to the Word of God as, as we could. And um, it's just real beautiful. Uh, there were three items inside of that Ark. Uh, we have them sitting on the outside. You'll be able to see them, and we'll talk about them. Um, it's just 
When people go in there, they a lot of people just want to stop and pray. It's an awesome thing to do and a wonderful, wonderful opportunity for people in the tri-state to come and see this authentic as possible life-size replica of the Old Testament tabernacle. And uh, she said it's it's really 15 by 15 by 15. It's a cube. And the beauty that you see and experience inside that very, very special place is something that you will remember the rest of your life. And we hope that you'll come because you'll learn all about the Lord Jesus. And the furnishings actually form a cross. The elongated part goes all the way from the brazen altar all the way inside, and then the cross member is from the candlestick to the table of showbread. And we want you to see it. We want you to experience it. And we want you to be able to go and tell people that you've learned something about what God has put together because it was his dwelling place. And it was almost 500 years that God dwelt there. He gave the plans to Moses on Mount Sinai after he gave him the Ten Commandments the second time. And because he did this, we now have the exact plans that God provided to Moses for him to build. And then following that, of course, God entrusted David's son Solomon to build the temple. The temple is elaborate, it's much larger than the tabernacle, and it became God's dwelling place. And so we hope that you will take advantage of the opportunity that you have to be here with us at Triple T. Again, Triple T meets consistently every Saturday night, and we're moving toward December the 28th, 2013, for God willing, our 2,500 consecutive Saturday. But the Tabernacle will be here all the way through the middle of October, and we would ask you not to wait too long, but to get your party together quickly so that you can not only come and see it, but tell other people about what is here for them to observe. Loretta, why don't you tell the people why they should come and see the Tabernacle? Well, George, for me... I think the most important thing is realizing in that tabernacle that God knew 1,500 years before his son came to earth exactly what was going to happen to his son, what was going to happen for the people. It just tells a story that I, I don't think a lot of people realize is right there in that Old Testament. The wonderful thing is that when John the Baptist was introducing Jesus, he said, Behold the Lamb of God that comes to take away the sins of the world. And so the sacrificial lambs are no longer necessary because of the shed blood of the Lord Jesus Christ that was shed on Calvary's cross for everyone who will admit that they have sinned, who will believe in the Lord Jesus, and who will confess him publicly. God wants you to understand that the blood of Jesus Christ, God's Son, cleanses us from all sin. And we want you to see what God did to prepare for that. And when you come and see the tabernacle, it's going to be an awesome, awesome, momentous occasion. Christ through you can change the world. Every Saturday at 7.27 p.m., you are invited to attend a live youth event at Triple T, 13,000 U.S. 41 North at Boonville near Harmony Road, midway between I-64 and Evansville Regional Airport. Every first Saturday, a Good News Club for ages 6 to 9 is available in a separate room. For more information, call 812-867-2418 or visit www.tripletchristianyouth.org. For your free copy of the Telling the Truth newsletter, call 812-867-2418, 812-867-2418, or write Triple T, 13,000 U.S. 41 North, Evansville, Indiana, 47725. 
Tune in to Telling the Truth next week at this same time on this same station.